2: Hey, thanks for listening to the best
3: of Cavino and Rich podcast. Be sure to catch us live every day from 5 to 7 p.m.
4: Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Covino and Rich at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. I wanted to ask, is it weird
3: to go into a football season with multiple rooting interests outside your own team? Like, of course I'm going into the season, like, go Niners! But based on circumstance and players moving and documentaries, I feel like there's multiple things
4: I'm sort of rooting for. I don't think it's weird at all. I mean, it's a soap opera. That's what you tune in for. There's always a story. There's always something else going on that's not related to your team necessarily. When it comes to your team, you're excited for the season to begin, for your routine, for your rooting interest. Everything else is just the drama that pulls you in.
3: But I'm saying usually you'll be like, hey, if you're a Broncos fan, you're thinking to yourself, well, I just care about the Broncos winning What do I care about other teams? Go Broncos, you know, Bronco country. <laughs> That's right. But I feel like there's four storylines I've already gravitated towards. Really? Four? Yeah. I just, I was thinking about like, what do I want to see? Let's hear Rich's top four. And, and I don't know why. I just, I just thought of these.
4: Number Well, can I guess at least one of them? Yeah. How the whole Aaron Rodgers thing plays out has to be one of them. No, oh, I even saw like. People on this network
3: arguing about, oh, they're not a playoff team. Other people think they're going to win 12 games. So I think Aaron Rodgers and how that sort of unfolds and unfurls in New York, I think Kirk Cousins, people are predicting that to be an under 500 team. And after sort of falling in love with him and his family on quarterback, I'm like, you know, I'm sort of rooting for this guy to do well.
4: I think it builds further intrigue and further rooting interest on how he delivers. I think we like him as a guy, especially after watching the show, and you know he's a swell fella. Yeah, I'm curious to see. That's your top four, though? No, I I got more. Okay. A lot of times, first-round draft picks end
3: up on terrible teams that have no chance. I think Bryce Young, in a bad division, could be the, It could be the first time in a while where a, a young quarterback comes in. Could that team win that division? I mean, Danny, your old dude Derek Carr is on the Saints. That might be their stiffest competition?
5: I mean, I know it's just camp right now, and we're not even deep into camp, but all the signs are pointing to Bryce Young blowing things up. In a good way for I, the Panthers. We
3: sort of adjusted to like, all right, let's curb our enthusiasm and expectations. Young quarterbacks that are great go to bad teams. That's how the team got him; They were bad enough to get him. But I think that division is so meager mm-hmm. that I think Bryce Young, I'm curious to see how this kid plays. Definitely
4: high interest there for sure.
3: And I'm watching these highlights. I know it's just camp, but I know Danny gets pumped seeing Jimmy G throwing darts and bombs all over the field. Devontae Adams and Jimmy Garoppolo seem to be getting along. And for a team that some are saying is going to you know, win three or four games, I would love for them to say F you to the whole broadcasting world that's doubting them. Jimmy G's a winner. He's a fun guy to root for. And if you don't have a rooting interest in the AFC, because I don't, I'm a Niners fan, Danny, I'm going to be pulling very hard for Jimmy and the Raiders. That's that's going to be a
4: fun team to root for. won't be the first time he pulls hard for Jimmy G. Rich talks hey, about uh, huh? him every week. <laughs> now, Remember
5: when you met Brock Purdy? Yeah. I yeah. had to let the cat out the bag. Brock! Like, I'm all about Purdy on the radio. I talk about you all the time. And I'm like, yeah, but he used to talk about Jimmy G all the time. All before Jimmy G, died. yeah. Richie all the time. Jimmy Richie G, Jimmy G. G. Jimmy G. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, <laughs> wait,
4: hold um, on. You know a storyline you left out that I thought would be oh, a great a, intrigue? How Russell Wilson improves this year, how that team improves. I mean, he turned around at the end of the season, but is it a
5: full-on turnaround season?
4: I mean... Is a coach
5: worth that much? Yes. Can a coach do that much that fast? I
4: thought that would be in your top four. You know what? For sure. See there's even
5: more than four. Yeah, it just proves there's like 10 major storylines to to. There pay really attention is, to. and
4: and there's no to answer your original question. I don't think there's any shame in like having other rooting interests. I think that's the fun of it. I think most fans, although their primary rooting interest is just their team, all those things build up the season and build up the fun for you as a fan. And then I wanted to ask you a, a question based
3: on storylines as we get into the NFL
4: I talked to you about this earlier when I, when I hit you up. I said, honestly, I think my favorite is the Aaron Rodgers storyline, though, just to see where it goes. Arguably, actually, undoubtedly, <laughs> undubitably, <laughs> their greatest quarterback of all time. How is this going to work out? I know you How probably, dare you
3: say that about Vinny Testaverde? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> How I mean, dare Chad
4: Pennington's getting very angry right now. I don't care about the team struggling. You could think about Joe Namath, right? Great quarterback. Tony struggling. Tony Eason would not like this conversation. Aaron Rodgers is by far the greatest quarterback the team the franchise has ever had. So it's like, well, how's this all gonna work out? Brett Favre. Very excited to see that. So Yeah, but I don't think Favre had the juice that Aaron Rodgers at, the time, has yeah, he at was, this stage of his career.
3: I agree. So I ask you this: In any industry in which you work, it's usually in bad taste to just insult someone else just to make your point, right? Like, I'll be honest: I listen to other sports talk radio and talk radio on Fox, ESPN, CBS, Sirius XM, and there's times I hear a show and I think it's trash.
4: <laughs> but hot basura. But I don't. Oh, come, that show, that podcast. Oh yeah, hot basura. Hot basura. That's a good one. I don't Ramos. Come you ever hear that show? So, <laughs> no, yeah. Sounds good though. Every once in a while, I hear it. I'm like, "What hot trash is this?" Man. <laughs> no, I, I'll, I'll hear shows, and I'm like, "Man, yeah, someone pays them, huh?" Again, but it's all never. subjective. Some people may even say that about us. I'm sure they but do. But everyone's entitled to their wrong opinion, dude, So carry dude, on. You know, there's people that
3: hate. Dan Patrick, which sounds impossible. There's right. people that you know hate Stephen A. or Colin, or the, you know the best in the game.
2: Why don't you talk about sports? <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> we get those tweets all the
3: time. It's like slow down there, you know. Tony, Reale stat boy.
4: <laughs> I it's always some guy named Bart.
3: Yeah, some guy that some all right, guy that looks Bart. like you would never leave your kids alone with. <laughs> you guys,
5: you guys would be good if you didn't insert yourselves into every story. That is true. (laughs) Someone
3: said that. I'm like, it's my show, you bozo. (laughs) Next time time incorporate
4: Doug Gottlieb for no reason.
3: (laughs) So while I do think there are shows that are hot trash, and you know, there's people that just aren't very good, and that's just like Even if I go to a restaurant, and I'm like, yeah, this restaurant stinks. You go out with the wifey for a dinner, and you're like, oh, we chose our date night. Oh, bad restaurant. I, I enjoy the company, but I'm not the guy that then goes and personally exploits them. Like, if I came on the air and I was like, you know what really stinks? And I named the show. Or if I said, you know this restaurant? Garbage. I feel like that's in bad taste. Be polite. Like, the only
4: time I do it, can I, can I be honest then? Because I can't say I'm Kurt Hennig, Mr. Perfect here. The only time I do this, but deliberately, is when an airline screws me over. And I want everybody to know until they make it right. That's what I call them. Mike out. LeVar Arrington with Delta the other day? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that because you know what? Sometimes you have to be that squeaky wheel to. Get what you deserve in that situation. You have to go to social media. Yeah. You have to complain. Airlines
3: exception. You're right. The, remember when I took Frontier and I was like, "Am I on Soul Plane? What is
4: it?" Is it you know what? <laughs> what? <laughs> you try to you try to take the peaceful route. You try to call them up, and they don't make it right. So then, what do you do? You're like, "Well, then I guess I'm going to social media.
6: Yeah. and I'm going to make a little statement here." Right, because if nobody says anything at all, then it just will continue on, and then it will just someone's someone has to start the old the old ball rolling. Yeah. So
3: Ramos, my My long buildup was just because I want to know if you think it's in bad taste that Sean Payton, new head coach of the Broncos, pretty much said Nathaniel Hackett is the worst head coach ever in the NFL. He said that what went down in Denver last year was disgraceful, embarrassing, and pretty much said worst coaching job ever. Now this guy's, now with Aaron Rodgers, you know, coordinating in New York, he's probably thinking, yeah, that my, my little Denver stint, Didn't go as planned. I mean, maybe they have. Does he need Sean Payton? Like throwing him under the bus to that level?
4: I do think it's a bad taste. I do. Uh, You know, he could have focused on what they're going to do to improve this year. Uh, You know, talk about how maybe it was just a fluke that they had a bad season. You don't have to put down other people to boost yourself up. So back to your original point. Yeah, I do think it's a bad taste. Unless, of course, they have some prior sort of beef that I don't know about and there's bad blood there so therefore he doesn't care. I'm okay with that. I love some juice. I love some drama.
5: Or he's still in his hot take groove because he was a guest on the herd, remember, while he was that in, is be- true. in between jobs.
4: Oh, you know, maybe that's it. You know, if it bleeds, it leads. And he's like, you know what? I'm going for the clout, for the clicks. Yeah, I'll just uh, throw out a, a nice headline for the world to well, uh, dive into. Speaking
3: to USA Today, Sean Payton said Nathaniel Hackett turned in, quote, one of the worst coaching jobs in the history of the National Football League.
0: Man,
4: Daniel Hackett tried to sleep with
3: his wife or something?
4: Yeah. What, did, mean, did he steal his uh, high school senior? They sweetheart? might have history that we don't know about. I don't know. Yeah, like, bad history. There's, there's got to be.
3: I mean, I'm yeah. sure someone could dig and figure out why. But Peyton pointed out that Hackett wasn't solely responsible, saying that the organization was embarrassing. I mean, now he, he's in this organization pretty much saying, like, I'm here to save the day.
4: But you could say all that without – Throwing him under the bus, like you said. So I agree with you. Saying that last year, the Broncos organization
3: wasted way too much time with the pomp and circumstance, marching people around the facility, saying, Hey, we got Russell Wilson, we got Nathaniel Hackett, and pretty much saying, like, they just sucked at football itself.
4: I think it's a great takeaway. You know, people are always going to question you at the office or whatever you do professionally, and they may often bring up the competition. You don't need to dump on the competition to boost yourself up. That could be in a relationship. You may have yourself in a little bit of a love triangle right now. It makes you look ugly. It makes you look worse when you lead with the put down as opposed to just selling yourself. So unnecessary, agreed. Yeah, no, I just, I just. But fun, hey man. Like I said, as just a, when a spectator. I see, when I see headlines like that, I'm like, ooh, juicy. Yeah, day. as a spectator. Great I'm to like, mention. Oh yeah, uh, I yeah. like it. But I mean, when you ask the question, when you pose it that way, yeah,
5: it's it's not needed. And as you guys know, Hackett is with Robert Sala now, and of course, the media made sure to ask Sala about it today. If you want to hear. Well, I'm not going to acknowledge Sean on that. Is he? You know, he's been in the league a while. He can say whatever the hell he wants. But, uh, but as far as you know what we have going on here, I kind of live by saying, if you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. If, all- <laughs> if you ain't got no
2: haters, you ain't
4: popping. I like that. I like that. But, just playing devil's advocate here, for the flip side of the angle, it is competition. It is sports. It is a battle, right? This is a battle. You're playing football. You're competing at you're the highest for, you're level. You're playing for your
3: money, your career.
4: So I, I think of that – when I think of battling, I think of the fight game, and it's no holds barred. They're always talking trash. This guy's a chump. He sucks. His camp sucks. His training sucks. His corner sucks. He's soft, and that's why I'm going to whoop his ass. And then after the so fight, they when bro look, hug it out. Yeah, and, yeah. When you look at it that way from the, the sense of take personal out of it and you think it's just competition – then you could say, all right, well, you know, it's football. I get it. They're grown men. Is there something to be said that we have but just become, we've real become uh, more polite over the
3: years with these type of things? Because if you watch Cool Under Pressure, the Joe Montana documentary, him and Steve Young openly talked about how they were better than the other person and deserved to start. You don't hear that anymore. Like, like if there's a quarterback controversy, imagine if – the, the quarterbacks talk to the press and said I deserve to start. I'm better than that guy. That just doesn't exist anymore. So maybe Sean Payton is taking it a little old school, saying Nathaniel Hackett, worst coaching performance in the history of the NFL. But you know what it makes me do, Danny G? It makes me circle Sunday, October 8th, <laughs>
5: <Yeah>.
0: <laughs>
3: when the New York Jets go to Denver, Colorado, and we'll get to see what Nathaniel Hackett cooks up on offense with Aaron Rodgers to face Sean Payton so now, you you have just another game.
4: Another storyline.
3: Another storyline, which is the NFL strength. All right, well, hey, it's time. When 50 hits. There's a surge. Yeah.
1: What we gonna do right here is go back. Uh,
2: back into time.
1: Throwing it back for a Thursday. Old school when 50 hits. At 50 after. CNR give you the time capsule topic, and we reminisce together. Yeah!
4: All right, now get this. It's been the biggest story in my life. I know Saquon Barkley's in the news. I know... Oh, is it Brock Purdy? Nope. Uh, nope. Oh, yeah, I it know it, Aaron uh, Rodgers is giving up $35 million. We know all the big stories, but this one's even bigger. Former U.S. intelligence off- official David Grush says under oath that the U.S. government is in possession of UFOs... And non-human bodies. Stop it. Which means it's a matter of days until we see the pictures and the evidence. It's true, Spotty.
5: You don't even know.
4: You don't even know. Stop you don't even know. That. You don't even know. <laughs> aliens, what's up? We're Cavino and Rich. Maybe, we're, maybe we'll are Maybe we be the biggest show among aliens. How cool would that be?
3: Ooh. What if they I want, like these guys. What if they want to start playing sports and they're just, they just start dominating? Like, like the Monstars from... Well, uh, <laughs> from <laughs> hold on to that. Maybe
4: we discuss that later. <laughs> uh, I mean... Could happen. By the way, have you heard about it? Have you heard any of this? He he calls it like um we have the they're like, do you have the bodies, the possession? Of we have the these. biologics? He's like, we have the biologics. Take a listen to uh, of what David Groosh said.
3: Alright, while Ramos gets that ready. Did you not give Ramos the heads up? Is
5: it like an eight for person? They're <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like big eyes. Uh, um like- do, Danny, you do, do you not believe this at all or no? No, I definitely do believe this. Okay. I don't think that our iPhone technology just came from, you know.
4: Oh, it's all reverse from, engineering. From humans. Right. It is yeah. reverse engineering. But if we have said
5: technology, why are not we able to use it to get a photo of the aliens that provided it to us? Because they're too quick. Oh, is that Spotty? what it is? Yes.
3: Yeah the guy that uh, says that's richard montanez didn't invent
5: hot I cheetos mean, so you're just those a hater have you ever seen a quick blur in the sky that's a ufo going by well,
4: again what makes his story interesting is it's a reputable guy and he spoke with a team yeah no two, this guy's well respected yeah a former u.s intelligence official so take a listen to what he said
5: if you believe we have crashed craft uh stated earlier do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft
3: as I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries. Yeah.
6: Um, were they, I guess, human or non human biologics?
3: Non human, and that was non-human. the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program.
4: That was from a UFO congressional hearing. Whistleblower says U.S. is concealing multi decade UFO programs. It's a full on program retrieving the UAPs and the, what does he call it again? The non-human what? Biologics. Biologics. (laughs) So I, word to distract you. I mean, so I ask
3: you, this is, this is the, the dumb convene on rich angle on a throwback Thursday. If aliens are indeed among us and let's say they come visit again, what do you want it to be like? Like, who, do you want them to be like Alf? Do you want them to be like Roger, the, the one from American Dad? Do you want, <laughs> do you want, like, were, weren't Coneheads aliens? Fought? Absolutely, the Coneheads they were. were. Yeah. yeah. So,
4: <laughs> when you think back on a Throwback Thursday, old school and fifty hits, what were the best aliens? Was uh, there a best alien? Was there a best alien movie? There's a a number one. There's a clear number one, and I got it for you. We'll get to all that next.
3: on, Rich right here on Fox Sports Radio. Hang tight, everybody.
1: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Two NBA insiders podcasting
6: twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine.
3: Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat,
4: like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code CRSHOW. CRSHOW. New customers can play 5 bucks, get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code CRSHOW, C-R-S-H-O-W,
6: only on DraftKings Pick 6.
3: Alf to me was such a show in my childhood wheelhouse. And there is news this week that Ryan Reynolds is, you know, trying to bring back Alf in some capacity.
4: Because he was such a big fan, thinks he's one of the greatest characters of all time. So he's putting his money a funny into
3: that sarcastic alien that ate cats that lived with a family.
4: How old were you when you figured out what
3: Alf stood for? Alien life form? Yeah. I knew Spock because of the show. Dude, that was, uh, Alf was huge in the mid-80s. How old were you
4: when you realized what cats stood for? <sighs> Why did Alf eat cat? What? 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 Wait a second. Whoa. What? Now, Rich's number one answer is Alf, okay? <laughs> I think that's a lame answer. I got to be honest. Not my favorite. It was a whack show. It was kind of weak. Oh, I'm sorry. You were too cool for Alf in the 80s. You're I
2: some, was. You're the greatest guy I ever, I saw kids man. with
4: Alf lunchboxes, gave them wedgies. Not a fan.
3: So, <laughs> you know, I had an elf that you would put cassettes in his back, and he would tell you bedtime stories. Yeah, and you he probably hey, still listen to those stories. there cassettes. was this one time I was on Milmac and he, and he would tell, like, uh, bedtime stories. Like, uh, Teddy
5: yeah. Ruxpin ripoff.
4: I, I had the, I had the bootleg Teddy Ruxpin. Exactly. Now, when you think of your top aliens, I mean, if you really want to think about it, it could be something from Star Wars, a little... Could be Chewbacca. Chewie's an you, alien, you ever right? Think
3: you, uh, ever think you would say those words?
4: Not when you think about your top aliens. <laughs> no, no. But I really think, with all of my heart, the most popular, the number one answer, coming in at number one, is E.T. E.T. is yeah. the top alien yeah. of our well, lifetime, dude. All he said dude. was Phone Home. Nah, that, was, that movie was so big, bigger than any other movie <laughs> you could even think of. You could say Men in Black or... Independence Day, give me any alien movie, Prometheus, I don't care.
5: So well done that Drew Barrymore thought E.T. was real.
4: Yeah, and that looked whack as hell in 1984 or whatever. Like a, uh, uh, like a hot dog, as the meme goes, that was on the uh, the Rolly thing at 7-Eleven way too long. Yeah, That's what he looked like. Um, now, E.T. is the number one answer on the board. E.T. It's a good answer.
3: Mike hit us up in Cincinnati. He said, "Hands down, Spock and all the hot 1960 babe aliens." Yeah, from Star Trek that got Kirk. Uh, that Kirk
4: got. Oh my. oh my! Oh my! Oh my! Oh my! So eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. If you want to throw some out there, Rich says Alf. I say E T. You know, I know Rich is also a Big Mac and me kind of guy.
3: I thought Mac and me was funny. It was Marvin like the, the, it was the.
4: We all grew up with Marvin the Martian. Well, listen,
3: too. it was like you know how. Transformers, but sure. there was also gobots there was e t and then there was Mac and me Mac and me was like the the bootleg e t Mac and me was weak, but dude. you know what Paul Rudd used to play that Mac and me clip on Conan all the time, and that's funny,
4: so what old school throwback Thursday movies really left the impact, or maybe it was the character like we said, based on all this alien hype. This week, and man, it just gets me fired up to think that maybe we will see a little something to get more proof.
3: Oh, he's been—he's uh, been in the memes lately because people are saying Aaron Rodgers looks like him with his big green helmet. Ah, it's a good one. The, the great, great Kazoo. kazoo. Great <laughs> Kazoo was an alien, right? Yes. Yeah, was, of course he was a little alien. I don't
4: know if he was like from another time or something. The, the
3: great know. Kazoo, who uh, people are saying Aaron Rodgers looks like with his big new green bulbous helmet.
4: I'm trying to think.
3: What about, I know you didn't watch American Dad. I don't really watch it. You know, it's like the companion I watched, show. Uh, I
4: watched Mexican Dad. It was way better. It was on Telemundo.
3: American Dad would always be on after like Family Guy. And Roger was the alien that lived with them. And very sarcastic, very funny. I think that's the t- you know, like if there were to be aliens, the sad reality is that I, they'd probably try to kill us. How about, this might be a top three answer. I think that's the problem, Kavino. Either, maybe we just think in terms like that, but if there were aliens, why are we so sure they're not just going to like destroy
4: us? Uh, how, uh, you know, maybe the answer is Yoda, right? If we're going to oh, yeah. incorporate Star Wars, I mean, he might be the coolest of the aliens what involved about- in that world, but Superman, he was an alien. You know what? And he came to save us. That's a good answer, Spot. That would be a top one. I'm going to tie it back to sports Kal-El. real quick and throw it to the alien, Bernard Hopkins of golden boy promotions. <laughs> Doesn't count. No, I'm just giving him props. He's the alien. Why'd they call him the alien? Because he was like non-human, ageless, still doing his thing at 165 years old. So old school and 50 hits, your top aliens. And you got to be fired up, even if you have thoughts on this story, because there's a debate amongst everyone here in the studio of whether or not you buy into it. I totally buy into, that's a into it. A debate. Totally buy into it. Yeah, like spots together guy that's
3: yeah. like lame, fake, fake news, and Cavino's 100% sold. There's aliens. I'm so, I'm not in between. I'm leaning more Cavino. I feel like I feel like there's something. I just don't know what's more proof.
4: Like If this guy, David Grush, came up to you and he's like, oh, well, here's the pictures, you know what you would say anyway? Well, those are fake. That's what you'd say anyway. We may have seen things that are real and we're like, they're fake. Because you don't know what to expect. My understanding of what he said when he says they're non-human bio... Biologics. biologics, non-human biologics is that. Biologics. Well, he says they made an assessment, so they must have looked at these things and said, "Well, we're not sure. We're gonna have to do some tests on this." No, they're they're alien beings. See, our instinct
3: is to do tests. What do you think their instinct is to do to us? Tests. That's, that's why you hear all I these probing that's stories. That's why I don't perhaps. want this to be true. I like everyone thinks it's it's all good and fun. Like, oh, dude, alien spaceships, how cool! Why, like. The instinct for me would be they're going to come here for a reason if they do. And it's not going to be to, you know, sit around and watch Sunday football with us. They're not going to come here to, uh, you know, crack open uh, the high noon and watch the Yankees with you, Kavito. I I think if aliens come here, it's not to uh, be our best buddies and help us with resources. It would
6: probably be to steal resources and kill us all. I I think. For the most part, except for E.T., 95% of alien movies made are the destruction of the Earth. Yes. Right. E.T. was just a nice. E.T. E.T. was like the end. one. He just wanted to go home. Right. He just wanted to hey, how do I get <laughs> out way, of here. A, Everybody else is like blowing up the countries. I'm pretty
4: stuff. sure it was, it's <laughs> a, Mandela, a Mandela effect where E.T. never says, E.T. Phone home. Now, yeah, yeah, never says it. He says know. E.T. my home phone or something like that. He never says E. T phone home. <laughs> to my knowledge, I think that's one of those viral Mandela effects sort of things yeah, where like Luke, we made it up. I am your father was right. never was
6: never actually said, right? Right. I think. I don't know. Anyway, we're no, going to the phones. It was sad. No. He says, Luke, I am your father. No, he doesn't. Okay.
4: <laughs> oh, like wait. It? I mean, Uh-oh. Ramos is the Star Wars yeah, expert. Yeah, we're going to have Ram- a nerd off Ramos, here. But I, I, I think Rich is right. He doesn't say those exact words the way we say it. Like the, the well, way how you, do you the say w- it? No, the way you would do the impression,
3: Luke, I am your father, never have those four words, Luke, I am your father, those five words never said Maybe in that scene. Maybe like, season. I am your father, Luke. Maybe it's something like that. I, I think it's like,
4: yo, Lukey baby. No,
3: uh, no, but I, it's one of those Mandela effect spots. Are you, are you looking up now or no? Yes. Luke, I am your father, much like E.T. phone home. Never really said that way. It was like home phone phone home. home it was the home, alien home,
4: rage. Ah. The alien rage of 2023. He actually and going says to your calls.
5: no. I am your father. Ah. He never says Luke. He says no, and no, E.T. E. does see. say
4: E.T. E. E. home dog. phone, doesn't he? He's like E.T. home
6: phone. E.T. Home, home, home phone home. phone He never says E.T.
5: phone oh. E. Speaking of the great alien. <laughs> speak of, you know, speaking good. of the That's great good, by the way. alien voices. Pee Wee Herman was a big part of our show this past week. Yeah. Because the anniversary. Yeah. He was the voice of the spaceship uh flight of the navigator. Disney was really oh, 1986 right. movie. Flight yeah. of the
3: Navigator was on that Sunday. You remember like the Sunday night Disney movie you yes. would like sit around with your parents and watch. I do remember. Flight that. of the Navigator was in heavy rotation. It was.
5: It was. It so was. So the kid accidentally gets knocked out. Uh, they live in Florida, and he's like in the swamp next to the house, and he gets knocked out by accident. And when he wakes up, everything is eight years older. That's right. Finds his family and everything, and the spaceship has to help him get back. To where he was supposed to be.
4: Well, before we on go to the, the, the phones,
5: right, we know Danny G's favorite, "The Flight of the Navigator." It's a good that's one. A good one. Ramos, Remember Sarah, Jessica Parker was like the the hot nineteen year old in the movie.
4: Yes, oh, I thought that was D. Snyder. No, <laughs>
5: just,
2: just kidding. Hold on. No, Hold that's on. In, no, that's later on HBO. Later. Yeah. yeah,
3: I think Ramos's world is blown by the way with the Luke, I'm your father. <laughs> thing. I think, no, no Ramos. you know
6: what? 100. You you are right. He does say he does say you know Obi Wan no. told me that. You killed my father. And he says, no, I am your but father. But everyone is says, no, am, Yeah, we Luke, weren't trying to correct Luke, you, Ramos. Just one of no, no, no.
3: No, it's one of those things where we all repeated yes. for 100
6: years. You know, like, there's It's things- like, play it again, Sam. Exactly. Right? It was yeah. never, said. never said. Ramos, as
4: the Star Wars guru of the show. Who just missed one of the most. <laughs>
6: it's okay. But who, who's your favorite, I guess, alien from that world? Uh, is there one that, that is geez. undeniably your favorite? I guess CCPO is. An, they're not aliens. He's they're droids, droid, right? Yeah. They're yeah. Droids. Oh, I wasn't a big Chewbacca fan. he has got an annoying actually. I'll tell you what,
3: even little kids now, I feel like my kids. My wife has bought them, like, little Baby Yoda show. Is
4: Baby Yoda, like, the...
6: Oh, yeah. Like That's, Baby Yoda's... Wow. Goku. Yeah, Groku. Yeah, Groku. Yeah.
4: Let's go to the phones now. 877 on Fox to wrap this up. Again, how do you avoid... We talk a lot of fun, a lot of nonsense, a lot of sports here on the show, but this is, like, a really big story. Um, who do we got? Uh, that is Todd in St. Paul. Todd, you're on with Kavit Andrich. What's up,
3: bud?
6: Hey, man, I got a good one for you guys, especially for our age group. Uh, how about uh, They Live with Rowdy Rowdy Piper? Oh, yeah. That was a good one. <laughs> the Hot Rod. Man, I
3: wonder, you know, I'm hey, thinking- is the Philly Fanatic an alien? Are they aliens? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, the Philly Fanatic,
4: that's a good question. Yeah. Imagine if aliens looked like the Philly <laughs> Fanatic. No, <laughs> but is it an alien? Like, what is it? Isn't it? Is it an alien? Imagine our know. demise was a
3: bunch of aliens that looked like a bunch of Philly Fanatics.
4: <laughs> I don't know. I'm oh. just wondering. Great question. Um, eight seven seven again, ninety nine on Fox or chime in at Covino and Rich. I'm saying ET was the king yeah, of all of them. The you know, movie was huge. Um, we don't need to. We don't need to get honestly. We don't need to get
3: all into this so deep. But the reality is, if they are real, mm-hmm. you don't. You really think it's all happy go lucky good times? Dynamite. <laughs> like I like I think the Ramos said it. 99% of movies or TV shows that have to do with aliens, unless it's freaking Mork and Mindy or Alf or something where it's like a cheesy, fun sitcom. It's usually like someone came here and they want to destroy our planet, take our resources, we'll be their little slaves. They start probing us. They do like why we... I, I sort of like the idea of them not being real because the idea of them being real well, hold on. is in, a little
4: frightening. In this congressional hearing, he says people were hurt. People have been hurt, and they really can't elaborate on how or why, or maybe it's part of cover-ups. We don't know. But again, what if UFOs are just billionaires from other planets, <laughs> just coming to see us? True. Our, 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 our or maybe they're coming to reclaim their old land. Like I love the theory, because you know my dad watches Ancient Aliens constantly. That maybe the Egyptians and all these other nations didn't make the pyramids. Maybe we just discovered them. Maybe they were made by Someone other else. life
6: forms, you know? Predator was a good alien, too. By oh, the way.
4: man. How about Alien? By the way, if you want to just jump into the hype, Alien versus Predator, I feel like is an underrated movie. I think that's a great, great movie. Um, but we'll go to the phones again. Cavino and Rich on Fox Sports Radio. Old school when 50 hits. Just talking some old school alien stuff. Slim. Slim in Texas. What's hey, up, Slim? Hey, Slim.
5: Hey, guys. Um, let me kiss the last just for a second. Uh, nine or so months ago, you guys popped on. It was a. It was a uh, Colin Day. You know, Gottlieb filled in. You guys popped onto the show in uh, Gottlieb's slot. I was like, who are these guys? Uh, you weren't on in, in Austin regularly. Um, I thought, these guys are awesome. And now you're on regularly. It's terrific. Glad you're here. Uh, thank awesome. you, man. Thank you,
4: brother. Really appreciate that. Bye. Thank you, Slim. Number one show amongst aliens. Uh, <laughs> uh,
5: the number one alien is obviously Superman. You can't drop the mic. You know what, dude? story. He's the nicest guy. See? He's, the most powerful guy. But the aliens we want are going to be the idiots from Third Rock because they were incompetent and stupid and non-threaty.
4: <laughs> yeah, we want the John Lithgow, you know, <laughs> Can, I tie, this, can the, I tie this back to sports to maybe challenge and rival his answer? As much as I love that story, yeah. there was a very, very – I have the T-shirt to prove it from Super Rare Shop, but there's a very famous comic of Superman, the quote-unquote greatest alien – and he fought Muhammad Ali, who was the greatest of all time. Who do you think won? Don't tell me Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali, because there was I think there was kryptonite in the corner or something like that. Oh, uh, yeah. Cheated. Yeah. So cheated. Muhammad Ali won. Something like that, I forget, but I know Ali won. Uh, Chris in New
3: York, you're on with Kavino and Rich. Throwback Thursday. Uh, old school aliens from TV and movies. Uh, Kavino thinks it's real. Spot does not. We're, we're debating here. What's up?
5: Uh, I think if there are aliens, they probably want nothing to do with us. And yeah, why would I'm you? Go i going to go and agree that it's Superman.
4: It's yeah, Superman's, Superman's a, a yeah, answer, really great answer, even though Ali beat him. But, yep, great answer. I just hate that Spot came up with that. Because I said E.T. Why? E. T. I don't know. It just bothers me. Why? Because <laughs> you know, I think you might be right. I think Superman might be the, the best. I was so sold on E.T. being so right. I, I let, let me ask you this. Yeah.
3: Yeah, no way. It,
5: Superman, more tangible than these aliens that apparently are here.
3: Hold on. If I were to say, give me your one reason or what you think is the number one provable reason why there may be aliens or have been aliens, my answer is that when you see things like... How your iPhone works, how computers work, how all these things are—I'm like, there's no like. Could someone think that well, much higher you, than all of us? When
4: you hear about the reverse engineering that happened after the Roswell stuff, you're like, yeah, technology really boomed after that with microwaves and and uh, fiber optics and all the technology advanced so quickly after that. It does make you say, well, what did they find and what did they reverse engineer?
3: I mean, I just feel like, like I. You could think you're a pretty smart Kevlar, person, but someone, all that stuff happened after that. Someone invented the internet. I feel like that was it, like like, it was it was yeah,
5: I feel like that wasn't done alone. Which aliens could put the entire galaxy into a marble? Like Men in Black. Yes. Can't believe Men in Black has not come up yet. That's a good one. It's a yeah. good one, Dan. So good. Remember, yeah. you didn't even know what they looked like because they were oh. taking human skin and I know trying my, to fit into it. You
4: no, know, my favorite alien was from Total Recall. Remember she had <laughs> yeah. the three body parts? Oh. You remember the one with the, remember the, <laughs> lady, the lady with the feet. three? I don't, yeah. no, I don't have enough hands. <laughs> <laughs> remember that was, that's my favorite alien, everybody. It. Good night.
5: In Men in Black, he was the exterminator. He was trying to fit into the exterminator's body. He was a buck. Yes, you
3: could do a, you could do a double with that. Yeah. Um, what so about? Up. I have a question. We, we were kids. Were, not not gremlins. Weren't critters aliens? Weren't they? They didn't they land from another planet like their eggs or something? Am I wrong about that?
4: I don't remember how critters got here, but I remember that. I'm pretty movie. sure critters. Which
3: a lot of people be like, you mean gremlins? No, no critters.
5: What about Killer Clowns from Outer Space?
4: Oh, those are
3: good ones. That's another good one. That was a good movie. <laughs> I like that one. All right, let's go to Tim in Ohio. Tim, Kavino and Rich, what's up, buddy?
5: And uh, I remember back to my childhood when I was little, always talked about Marvin the Martian. I will shoot you with my ray gun.
4: Marvin the Martian is pretty badass. Yeah, it's a pretty good answer too. Yeah, think about that. We grew up with Looney Tunes, and now. It's so ironic because kids are exposed to so much, but Looney Tunes is too violent for them. Oh, you want to know a little fun fact, since I always love to drop
3: fun facts around us? On this day, in 1940, ba-da, ba-da, ba-da. what's up, Doc?
4: Bugs Bunny made his debut. You Speaking just incorporated of- Porky Pig and Bugs Bunny in the same impression. <laughs> How'd you do that? I was pretty impressive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Yeah,
3: what's up, Dak? I'm pretty sure the same guy did every voice, right? No, Mel Blanc. Mel Mel Blanc did what? Like twenty different characters.
6: Jonah Jonah had his fifth birthday this or fourth birthday this weekend, and we had Looney Tunes on. And you're right. I mean. Wiley Coyote literally exploded twenty different ways <laughs> on the TV, and I'm like, "Wow, she, she, you wouldn't see that today." I Which mean, is got, great. Yeah, he was exploding; he was yeah. getting run over by things. Yeah, I mean, duck
3: season, rabbit season, like that stuff. You're not going to see that anymore. <laughs> by the way,
4: we're going to have to move on. But you can tell me all these people are calling up for this. I love it. The yeah, yeah, is not man, a, the are you serious?
5: The phones will not stop ringing. That's hilarious. Uh, uh, thank way, you, guys, yes. uh,
4: you know what? I do want to say a sincere thank you to the Fox Sports Radio Nation for. For uh, just rolling yeah, with us uh, with fun, and playing man. along with the fun when, of course, we still have to talk about- yeah, you
3: know what's fun to talk about? The NFL, but you know what's also fun to talk about? Aliens. Aliens. Yeah, exactly. You know what? Like Critters, when the, the summary of the movie Critters, a classic, 1986, great year, Mets won the World Series. When strange fuzzy creatures from outer space arrive on a farm, mm. they have to defend- yeah, so yeah, f- fuzzy space creatures, so- Critters are aliens.
4: So old school and 50 hits. We'll wrap it up with your phone call.
3: So do we got? Uh, let's go to Zach now. We'll take the others in a little bit. Uh, Zach, Cavino Rich, what's up, buddy?
5: Hey, guys. Uh, my thought was I'm from Metropolis, Illinois, which is the home of Superman. So I'm a little partial with that. But yep. um, my fr- my next one was, was definitely, for me, Predator. Like, he was just the cool. He had all the coolest weapons and stuff. Yeah. I, I don't know what. That was just a big thing for me. And then uh the movie signs with Mel Gibson. Oh, yeah. I'm from the Midwest, so my goodness, that was very in oh, our heart, really.
4: Very cool. And I'll tell you what, I'm throwing
1: this out there. I'm not sure if everyone's seen Prometheus, but it's a really good movie.
2: This would be the first complete game shutout, and there it is. Shohei Ohtani goes all nine.
5: And there it is, first career complete game shutout for the Unicorn.
2: The soon-to-be two-time AL MVP has never been better on a big league mound. His first career complete game shutout, only one hit, only four base runners,
4: Courtesy of Bally Sports West. That's game one. Complete game, one hitter, right? The NEG final call, and his insane. day got and then even of better. He hit the two jacks, two jacks in the second game. Ridiculous. Otani having a day. It's the progressive play of the day. I mean, it's insane. I'm wondering
3: if anyone knows. I'm being serious. If anyone knows what sportsbook in Vegas takes some of these over under season win bets? Because I know not every sportsbook has, you know, all those prop bets. But if you know someone that does, I I think I really want to bet the Raiders over. If they, if if Vegas has bets where it's like
4: Raiders 3-4 wins over under, I'll take that all day. Well, speaking of Vegas, big announcement. Fox Sports Radio Nation. As of tomorrow, we will be bringing it live from Vegas for the fight weekend. Big, big, big fight weekend. Of course, UFC 291, Huge. Poirier, Gaethje. But we're going to be out in Vegas for Errol Spence, Terrence Crawford. Again, live from Vegas tomorrow. And then a special bonus podcast on Saturday. So subscribe to our podcast for free. Search Cavino and Rich wherever you stream your podcast. But very, very pumped about... This weekend in Vegas. Nice. No, I I just know that we're on in Vegas, so
3: I know we're staying at the win, but I'm not quite sure what sportsbook have those over-under bets because, Danny, we talked about it earlier in the week. If there's sportsbooks that are putting Raiders over-under like
4: four wins, I I love the over on
5: that. Oh, they're tripping. I'll take that bet with you. I love
4: the over on that bet. Speaking of sportsbook, my favorite, Alfonso Soriano. A Dominican Dream. Shut yeah. up. Very That's great. So not, it's right? a great
3: book. It's a great what book. What about the 86 Mets? The bad guys won. That's, That's a another sports Another
4: book. good one, but not my favorite. And speaking of tomorrow from Vegas, weekend hobnobbing. What you need to watch besides all the fights this weekend, more reason to catch Covino and Rich live oh. on site. You know what's getting real good? What? One more episode until
3: the finale. Hijack with Idris Elba on mm-hmm. Apple TV. Save that Apple for TV. tomorrow, oh. sir. Yaps
4: a lot because we have to wrap up this Matador conversation. Oh yeah, there was
3: a guy, the Matador, his name was... Don Flamenco. He's not dead, he's alive. Andres Roca-Rey. Andres Roca-Rey. Okay. He got... He apparently... In, he is the uh, apparently the Messi, the LeBron James, the Michael Jordan, the Otani of bullfighting.
4: The goat of bullfighting. He just,
3: bullfighting. Got, he just got caught and an 1,100-pound bull speared this guy. And he's he's gonna live, but he, it would it the looked clip bad. Is bad. Yeah, the clip it is looks, violent. It looked violent. So I was asking the guys in the newsroom. I said, if you had to endorse some type of sports pain,
1: pain, 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 pain.
3: prediction, pain. Thank you, Mister T. If you had to endorse some type of sports pain, Oof. if they were like, hey, Ramos, we're gonna give you ten thousand uh, dollars for one of your kids' college funds, but you either need to take a 100-mile-an-hour pitch to the ribs, catch a slant over the middle defenseless as a wide receiver, get in an octagon or a ring for a round, like, what would you do? Like, what
4: pain are you most scared of? I think... Boxing? A knockout punch from Mike Tyson would be in his a line. top answer. Like, if I said people. if I
3: said the bronze bomber Deontay Wilder could just go haywire if on you. If we did this
4: family feud <laughs> style and we asked 100 people, I think most people would be like, getting knocked out, taking a punch... To the to the gut or to the face from Iron Mike in his in his prime. Let's see what but, he can do you this weekend.
5: Could, you could see that coming at least. What about getting hit over the middle by Ronnie Lott and you yeah. don't know it's coming?
3: Like a defenseless wide. Like you. I mean, you know. the answer might be this f- eleven hundred pound bull. Right? <laughs> that might be the oh, answer. What about the racing world? What if I told you you no, had to like you're not man. a you're not a good driver on the one hundred and one going fifty miles an hour? What if Covino's going hundreds of miles an hour and your car
4: flipped or something like S- sports inflicted pain. This oh. is the, Greatest nightmare, uh, being pummeled in the octagon by a Francis Ngannou or something. It sounds you know,
3: it sounds painful, Kavino. But I think if you took a fastball to the back of the thigh of the ribs, like it would hurt. But I think that oh, yeah. might be the one you choose. That might be the one you choose to like. God, oh, I'll take it. Go if ahead. You had to, right? If you had to, if right? You had
5: to. Ooh, I don't know. With your luck, it hit you in the kidney. Ah! <laughs>
3: So think about that, and you can hit us up at Covino and Rich. And, uh, I is warn there a number you, one answer? Yeah, I warn you, if you watch this video, whew, it is brutal. This dude, 1,100-pound bull, spears him and picks him up, gores him, as they say, right? So um, at Covino Rich, let us know your answer, and we'll see you guys live tomorrow from Vegas to kick into the weekend. Until then, arrivederci, baby. see
1: you in the promised land. Have a good Thursday night, everyone. Later.